Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I am Jen Hansen DePaula. And I'm Marcus DePaula. And boy, you are energetic today. What's going Woohoo! On? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you're energetic because we're addressing a question that we hear all the time over and over again. How can I grow a bigger audience on Instagram? So many people are just posting their hearts out there and they're not seeing the response they need. And you have a few points that might help them see some growth. Yeah. And I think when authors say, I just want a bigger audience, Mm -hmm. we're kind of missing the point of Instagram because it's not just to accumulate a bunch of people. Mm. It's not to accumulate a bunch of followers because the number of followers doesn't matter. Wait, what you're saying is if I get tens of thousands of followers on Instagram, I'm not going to sell tens of thousands of books? Oh, Marcus. (laughs) No, but when we focus more on the quality of our connections and being intentional with what we're actually posting... It's going to make a bigger difference in the quality of the people that we're connecting with Mm -hmm. and in the results that we're going to get from all the work that we're putting into Instagram. Right. It's all about building a community. Yes. And people might shudder at the suggestion that I have for building a stronger audience and for getting better engagement and getting better visibility on Instagram. Hit us with it. You need to delete some followers. What? I know. (laughs) So if you were to go through your followers and if you see a bunch of just the gray circle with the person outline Mm -hmm. avatar. No actual profile picture. No actual profile picture. And if you click on them and it's a private account, they're following 27,000 people, but and they only have one follower. Mm-hmm. That's a bot. Right. You can also tell by their username, Big Jim Cat Lover, you know, okay, <laughs> that's a fake account. And Instagram is actually very good about deleting fake profiles and eliminating bots, but things still get through, yeah. things still happen. So if you see that your engagement is going down considerably, or if you just aren't getting that growth or having that visibility that you want, click on the number of followers that you have and start scrolling through and remove those that have like private accounts that you know are fake accounts. It's very obvious. You don't have to guess at it. And those that just do not fit who you're trying to reach, Mm -hmm. So how does eliminating these fake accounts actually help you grow your community? Let's say you have 5,000 followers, but you are getting very little engagement. That tells Instagram that your content is not resonating with your followers. Okay. This is how Instagram works. Let's say you have 5,000 followers and most of those followers are bots. Okay. And you share a post because you have 5,000 followers and this particular post only gets like three or four likes. Right. That tells Instagram that, oh, this, this person is not is, worth other people seeing. No. Yeah. Because how Instagram ranks our posts is if I had even just 100 followers and I'm getting like 50 
likes, getting tons of comments, people are sharing it. That shows Instagram, oh, this person knows who they're talking to and they're providing great content for these people. So it's a percentage game. Absolutely. Sometimes people buy followers. Sometimes they just accumulate followers that don't fit their ideal reader. Yeah. And they think, whoa, I've got more followers now, so I'll just keep them. Yes. Makes me look like I've got a huge audience. It's vanity metrics. Yeah. That's what that's called. So if you were to go through and eliminate some followers, and I know that that hurts our pride, we Mm -hmm. see a big number, and then whittling it down, you're actually doing yourself a favor because it's going to show Instagram even if you have a lower number, but they're more engaged in relation to how many likes you get, how many comments in relation to the number of followers that you have, it's just going to benefit you and your profile even more. Right. And so your posts will be more visible to yes. more of the people that you actually want to see them because bots don't care about your Bots book. don't care. <laughs> they have no heart. I know I get DMs from some of these spam accounts that say, follow and like this or comment on this and I'll boost your following or I'll get you a thousand new followers. This is where these bots come from. Oh, absolutely. Because they have like a click farm somewhere mm-hmm. and they're not real people actually following your post. Is it worth to pay 50 bucks to boost my followers numbers. And what you're saying is, no, it's not. Absolutely not. (laughs) You're doing yourself more harm, honestly, and you're wasting 50 bucks. Right. Exactly. Along with that, I have heard a lot of people recommend paying some influencer or some other popular figure to do like a subversive promotional post for you. And they will charge anywhere from $100 to $1,200 I've even heard of people basically selling their followers, claiming that if they post something of yours, that you'll get more followers. Is that something you recommend and think is worthwhile investment? No, I don't. When we try to find those quote unquote quick fixes, I do not recommend that. Even though it might feel like a quick fix, It's not because they are not invested in you. Mm -hmm. They don't know you. That's the other person's audience. Exactly. Not yours. And just because this person has a large audience doesn't mean that their audience is actually going to do what they tell them to. That's a risky, risky move. I would highly recommend doing the authentic, genuine connection with people rather than just trying to blast through to, you know, like a million followers that follow someone famous. If you are actually wanting to build meaningful relationships, connections with actual human beings that care about you and what you have to say, instead of just going viral and becoming a sensation overnight, it takes time. And that leads into our next point. Ooh, segue. The next point is going viral is not always the answer to getting a lot of followers. Okay. I see all of these marketers and Instagram specialists saying, you need to go viral. You know, here's how you can go viral. That's great if you can do that. But here's a big, big risk with that. You get a lot of people, a lot of eyes on you that aren't your ideal reader, Mm -hmm. that are not your ideal audience. And they follow you. There might be some people that, really do like what you have to say. 
But you also run the danger of like what we were talking about before, you have a lot of followers, but they're not engaging with every other piece of content that you have. Right. So for example, if dancing or, you know, doing something silly is your personality and that's... That's on brand for you. As yeah, an author. then that's fine, <laughs> yeah. you know, but... If you do go viral with something like that mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with your book or with your overall brand or anything like that, yeah, it's going to be cool because you're going to say, whoa, I have all this growth, but then you're going to see an equal downshift. Yeah. Even though you will probably reach some new people that might fit within your ideal reader, a big majority of them won't be. Right. So the problem that some people have is they think, oh, I have to keep that high going. So they keep trying to create viral content. That's exhausting. It's crazy exhausting. <laughs> and it's not always going to happen. Yeah. You know, and so you're this up and down roller coaster. Again, going viral is not bad. And it's not something that's going to kill your account. But it's more about being intentional mm-hmm. with the reels that you create, with the content that you create, and having a strategy. So it's not just accumulating more and more numbers. You're actually connecting with people who you want to connect with, who want to connect with you, that you can drive to your website to grow your newsletter list and to sell more books. All right, so what I'm hearing you say is that it's not good to set your goal for your posts to be going viral every time. It's okay if they do happen to go viral, but if we're being intentional with creating something that we know is going to actually reach our people that we want to connect with and not the whole planet, Mm -hmm. we're going to see a better actual result for our overall online platform, growing our community in an authentic way. But also we won't be let down because I see a lot of people think, oh, well, if I don't hit a certain number of responses on this and I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And if you're setting your standard to going viral as your expectation, you're going to be let down a lot. Yes. Well, and there is an amazing author and she had a real, without her intentions, it went viral. Uh-huh. And she contacted me because she was really scared because she was like, I went from like 900 followers to 3000 overnight. <laughs> That's awesome. And the thing is, is that her reel did speak exactly to her ideal reader. And it's, Amazing, which is great, but she wasn't trying. She to go was viral. not trying at all, and it freaked her out because of this very reason of how all of these people aren't her ideal readers, yeah. and she wasn't getting the engagement that she was getting before because her numbers had spiked so much. If this does happen, don't freak out. It's going to be fine. When we base everything on our numbers. And when we focus so much on that, rather than the quality of our connections, you're going to run yourself ragged. If you do happen to go viral, enjoy it. That's totally fine. But like you said, if you keep making that your standard or your goal, you're going to exhaust yourself. And again, why are you wanting to go viral? Right. Is it for your own ego? Yeah. Is it for just growing a huge number? Why? If I post a reel and it does not get the response that I initially think that it should, because I do that all the time. I spend time on a reel. I think, oh, this is awesome. This is great. And then it doesn't get the response. Don't delete it. Mm -hmm. Let it keep, because the beauty of reels (laughs) is that they continue to grow. And wouldn't you know it, that reel that 
didn't do very well, now it's getting a lot of attention. So don't delete your reels. Right. You never know when it'll catch on. And then once people do start following you, it's more content for them to consume in your archive. Exactly. They can go back and go down the rabbit hole with you. Exactly. <laughs> and when they find a reel of yours that speaks to your ideal reader, they are going to want more. Right. And so you're going to see the same people like and comment, like a big string of them because, you know, oh. There's a new follower. Yes. They found my stuff. That should be the goal. That really should be the goal. <laughs> Absolutely. So if we're not supposed to be obsessing about the overall follower numbers, how can we actually use those numbers? Like what should those numbers be indicating to us? I always look at... The reach, mm -hmm. the engagement, but also website clicks. Are people actually clicking on the link that you have in your bio and you have that information in your insights? That to go to your website is the ultimate goal because, again, you don't want everyone to be living on Instagram. Right. Instagram is not the destination. Exactly. Yes, having a growing following is good, mm -hmm. but remember that those are cold leads. I've said this before, they're window shoppers. They're just looking around. That's good because you can continue to feed them great content. So you need to have a great content strategy, but you also need to be intentional with driving them to your website so they can learn more about you. They can learn more about your writing style, what you have to offer and sign up for your newsletter. All right, what's the make it happen moment for this episode? The make it happen moment is to really start to clearly identify your ideal reader. I know this has been a make it happen moment for a couple of different episodes, but it is so important. Really start to hone in on who your ideal reader is. And if you haven't downloaded our Streamline Marketing Guide yet, we walk you through how to begin to do that. And for those of you who have already done the ideal reader profile it's always good to just go back and check it and make sure that it still applies absolutely it might change over time also kind of reassessing your mindset and going okay am mm -hmm. i really thinking about my ideal reader if you're not getting the response to your posts start to look at that and see if that is who you're talking to so you can find the Streamline Marketing Guide on our homepage on our website, mixedismedia.com. We'll also include a link to it in the show notes for this episode. As always, we really appreciate you listening and we are here to help. So let us know what other questions we can answer for you. Absolutely. We will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.